welcome to the Other Six Podcast, where we will discuss what it looks like to follow Jesus the other six days of the week. We'll discuss life, food, the recent sermon series of the North Liberty Church of Christ in North Liberty, Indiana. Welcome to the Other Six Podcast. On the podcast with me today is Ben. Good evening. And Patrick Andrews. Good morning. (laughs) And my name is Preston. Great afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, we hope you feel welcomed and will uh, tune in for this special Thanksgiving episode of the Other Six Podcast. This will be a little bit different than what we normally do, uh, as we're not going to be talking about our sermon series at at NLCC or diving in any of that. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving some stuff that we're thankful for, and uh, and so we hope that you will enjoy this episode that we've prepared for you. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it either already happened or is happening today. So happy Thanksgiving or post-Thanksgiving. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys some of your best things about like the Thanksgiving meal. Like, What is your favorite part about the Thanksgiving meal? What are you looking forward to this year? I had this conversation with my family on Sunday with my wife and my mom. And I asked them, fully expecting them to not say turkey, because I don't think anybody's favorite thing at Thanksgiving is actually the turkey. But um, my mom said turkey. Really? Yeah. My favorite, when it came to me, I I really couldn't decide. My whole plate is just a scoop of every single side. Yeah. I know there are things I don't want to put on my plate, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like turkey? I always <laughs> put a little bit of turkey, but... You know, depending on who's cooking it, there's also gravy on top of that turkey because it's always dry. But the thing I do not want to put on my plate is like the cranberry sauce. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever even tried it, mm. but. Oh, well, come on. I know. Man. Maybe I'll try it this year. <laughs> I will you. try it this year. You've now made a commitment. You okay. will try it this year. I don't even know how to eat it. Do you just eat it by itself or okay. do you eat it with the turkey? <laughs> it is one of my top five. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's not top five by itself. Sure. You put it on your dressing. On a dressing. Okay. That, Wait, that's really? What, that's what I do, yeah. I've never heard of that. No. I've always thought oh, you just phenomenal. eat it like a jelly steak. That's the how. <laughs> that's how, how like thick a, would you like your jelly like steak? Like a meatloaf. <laughs> Get it out of the can that's in why a big I, cylinder and you just kind of do like a so meatloaf. When I, when I grew up, I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it as a kid. I didn't like it because it tastes like I, it's cranberries. Like I don't like cranberries. It's yeah. like got that bitter kind of a flavor to it or mm-hmm. whatever else. And, and so I don't love it. My mom always put it on her dressing. I didn't eat dressing because it had <laughs> onions and okay. celery and all sorts of other stuff. And I was like, I don't want that. And so since I never had that, then I never had this when I grew up and matured, <laughs> it's now one of the, so, so really? I, yeah, I have, okay. I, I'm going to count this down as like my five. Okay. So uh corn casserole would be like five. Christina makes this incredible corn casserole. Yeah, Love that's that. That's one of my top fives too. Uh, four would probably be like um the mashed potatoes. I really oh, like yeah. mashed potatoes. That's solid. Number three would be the green bean casserole because that's phenomenal. Love it. And this is a close top five. Like none of these, like these are all really close together. Exactly. Yeah. My number two would be the dressing with the cranberry sauce. Really? Wow. That high Because I've, I've gotten to where I really, really like it. I think that's Mm. really good. But number one is turkey. If it is deep fried. Mm. Okay. I've never had a deep fried turkey. Like my family does a fried turkey. We're going to be doing that this year. And so you inject it with all this stuff and then you fry it. I absolutely love it. And because it's unique and it's different, you only really just do it once. My mm-hmm. family does it twice because we'll do it at Christmas again as well. But that's 
for me, like that's the epitome because it's different. It's unique. It's, it has all the moisture in it still. It's not dry. Mm-hmm. It also has a lot of flavor. It's phenomenal. Those are, that's my plate will be those five things heaped on top of each other. <laughs> that's what it is. There'll be some other little things here and there, but those are the five that I'm like ready to go at. Does your daughter Callie, does she like uh, cranberry sauce? Yeah, I think my kids do. Okay. I think they do. I'm asking because we played a game at a at the student ministry thing the other day. Your daughter was there. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that we asked, it was a one person gives a percentage that they think is accurate. Everyone else votes if that percentage was too high or too low. The question was, how what percentage of people think that cranberry sauce is the best part of the Thanksgiving meal? Like mm-hmm. would say that's their favorite part of the meal. The number presented uh, to guess higher or lower was 30%. Oh, that's way too high. Which in my head was like, are you kidding me? Like, you think think a third of people (laughs) look forward to cranberry sauce more than anything else? There's no way in the world. And I was like, all right, everybody, do you think it's higher or lower? (laughs) Like thinking like everyone's going to be like double thumbs down, (laughs) like it's way lower. And your daughter goes higher. (laughs) (laughs) And I gave her a second chance. (laughs) I said, just to be clear, Callie, you think that more than 30% of people think that their favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal is cranberry sauce. And she goes, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, the answer is 4%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that that sounds sounds, right. I was going to put it at 2 <laughs> yeah. is what I would have guessed. Um, I think all three of my kids do like cranberry sauce. Yeah. And I, I think it's on their plates. And they, I don't know that they eat it on top of dressing necessarily. I think they have just the cranberry steak is what they have. Um, but it's I, with the dressing, it's, it's phenomenal because you have – uh, the saltiness of like the bread and the vegetables and all that kind of stuff that's there. So it's kind of a, it's, it's got that savory, like savory flavor and to it. sweet, but then you'll get these hints of cool mm. and sweet and it's, it's actually phenomenal. I don't want cranberry sauce by itself. You can do like my mom will even do like gravy over the top of both. So she'll really? do the, st- the dressing, huh. the cranberry sauce and the gravy over it. And that's a little too much for me. That's maybe what I do with leftovers. When everything's kind of been in the fridge and it's dried up a little mm-hmm. bit, then that's when I start using gravy. But I don't typically Thanksgiving meal. I don't even want gravy to touch my plate. Really? I don't well, want any part of it. I'm not. I'm not there for the gravy. I'm yeah. gravy on everything on Thanksgiving. Oh man. Yeah. What about you, Preston? What's your favorite thing? Well, for Thanksgiving? okay. So gravy for me is usually not part of my plate because my favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal is. Uh, and I don't know if this is something that all families do, but it's always been a part of our holiday meals was, is noodles. Mm, Um, specifically some homemade noodles that my grandma makes. It's a homemade recipe that she has. It's probably not anything super special. I mean, it's flour and egg and whatever else. And love. And love. Yeah. (laughs) But my grandma. thanks. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Love and thanks. My grandma had these homemade noodles, um, that were just, I mean, it was like, yeah, I'll put turkey on my plate. I'll put mashed potatoes on my plate. I'll put everything else on my plate. Then the entire thing gets covered in noodles. Like it's not, I don't put gravy on things. I put noodles on things because it's like this It's liquidy, but it's not soup, you know? Right. Yep. Um, and so like you just cover it and everything and oh my gosh, it's, it's so good. It's my favorite. My grandma has since passed away. And my aunt has taken over the responsibility of making the noodles. And she claims that it's always the same recipe. She's doing something wrong. Right? She doesn't have the love. Doesn't have the love. <laughs> my wife has my grandma's noodle recipe, and she can make them very good. Like, awesome. it's, it's pretty much spot on, and, uh, which I'm very thankful for because 
I love these noodles and she will make them not even just at holiday meals, which means lucky me. <laughs> was your grandmother German or Polish or no. something like that? Nope. She was just uh, white, uh, <laughs> white grandma, <laughs> white grandma, American Midwest, uh, <laughs> rural childhood farm girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's the word. I, I, yeah, uh-huh. I, I, where I grew up, there wasn't a lot of that stuff, but since I moved up here and there's more Polish people mm-hmm. around, noodles have are something that I see much more frequently. Like I, I have my family does mashed potatoes and noodles mm-hmm. as part of a meal that they go together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never experienced that until I lived in Northern mm-hmm. Indiana. Yeah. That's what Sarah does now. Like if we're doing noodles for night, it she'll she'll do noodles, chicken, and mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's a wonderful meal. Yeah. But that's something I that wasn't on our family's. Here, what's the weirdest thing that your family does for Thanksgiving? What, like the weirdest thing that you think other families don't have on their tables? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I, I'll have to think about that for a second. We often, growing up, we would often also have ham at mm-hmm. our Thanksgiving table. I don't know if that's normal or not. I None of us normal. really like turkey. So we will have a turkey, but we'll also have a ham. That's, I think that's normal. That's usually what we do too. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything weird. What My sister is very into culinary arts, I guess, if you want to say like, Mm -hmm. she loves to go out, out of what norm the norm is. So now I'm thinking about this. She did bring, um, two years ago, um, a chicken, a stuffed chicken, but, um, it wasn't like a normal chicken. It was one of those chickens that everything about their body is black. Even the meat. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what the name of these chickens are, but it's like it burned. <laughs> you would think that, but no, it's like literally the chicken. It looks normal. It's small, but it's all black. And rotten. the meat, yeah, the meat. No, even when it's cooked, it's black, not rotten or anything like that. I'll, I'll look up. I'll was look it, it up while you guys are talking. It tastes like chicken. Like it, it, the only difference it was better than normal chicken. No, it tastes I different mean, than normal chicken. Well, because she uses all these fancy seasonings. Yeah, and but stuff you could do that with normal chicken. I'm just, she could. I'm wondering yeah, yeah, why yeah, anyone no. would want to get black meat. My sister is odd. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Her, <laughs> her, her boyfriend's uh, mom raises those chickens. So okay. they, well, see, they, 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 that fresh, makes uh, sense. Fresh, That's not yeah, odd. fresh from the farm, but but she really she wanted to make it because. It's yeah. just black meat. It's just unique. Well, it, that's different. That's fun. Yeah. I actually, uh, my immediate family, my mom and dad, we have pretty normal Thanksgiving. I mean, there's probably some weird things on there. My cousin always uh, makes deviled eggs, but then makes them look like little chickens, like puts like mm. a beak and eyes on all the deviled eggs. So it's fun, but then you have to like take them off before you eat it because they're not edible. That's a weird thing. Uh, but other than that. <laughs> I missed the conversation. Other Dang it. That, I was looking great. up what this breed of chicken was. Other than that, fairly normal. My wife's family, uh, her mom grew up in Mexico and she is half Hispanic. And so their Thanksgiving meal has tortillas and chips and salsa. So they'll have turkey and mashed potatoes and then a pile of tortillas. And my first time there, I was like, do I, are we doing like turkey tacos? Like, (laughs) I don't understand what we're supposed to do here. And she's like, I don't, you just, just eat. Like, it's just things like for her, it was like, I don't understand the question. Like you can eat the tortillas, you can eat the turkey. Just (laughs) it's Thanksgiving, do what you want. And I'm like, but there's tortillas here. Do I just eat? Like I was confused. Uh, But now it's become... Just well, first of all, my mother in law's tortillas are so good. Homemade tortillas. And if you haven't ever had homemade tortillas, like if if the extent of your tortillas is either Taco Bell or the store bought like mission brand tortillas. <laughs> yeah. Which are good. They're good. They're not 
they're not my and if, my. If you've never had fresh to, uh, tortillas, yeah. that's a bucket list it kind is of a situation. Something special, and so yeah, you can definitely eat a whole stack of tortillas completely dry that are homemade and feel like that was a great meal because that <laughs> <laughs> and a good decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I was growing up, we always did Thanksgiving with my dad's family, and that's really the only time that we spent with them. Uh, but we would go do Thanksgiving, and they had a. Uh, my grandmother was, my grandmother was not much of a cook. She, especially later in life, she was a widowed woman by herself. And so she didn't do a lot of meals. And so really Thanksgiving was the one time a year that she would cook. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't always very good. I don't know that she was a great cook when she did it regularly. <laughs> um, but then later in life, she wasn't, it wasn't great. And so she did some strange things that I've heard other people do this, but she would put her turkey in the dishwasher. I've heard that. And, yeah. and to like, you, you run it on a cycle in the dishwasher without the soap, obviously, but this, so it helps confused. keep it. Moist. moist yeah it also pushes all the flavor off of it <laughs> <laughs> so so it's also pretty bland but it's it can be more moist um but the other thing that she always made was she would make uh grits and that's a sudden thing that's not yeah. a real strange thing down there but she would make um she would make a hominy like like a hominy and grits thing but she would add cheese to it which sounds like really good Except that she didn't use like good cheese. She used like cheese whiz. Oh, <laughs> so like she put that in there. And so already as a kid, hominy and grits isn't exactly something I want. Cheese whiz, not exactly on my palate. But then one year, the, the, the best year of all this was that one year she went to the store and she couldn't find the regular cheese whiz. And so she got the jalapeno cheese whiz. Oh. <laughs> and so we had jalapeno cheese grits and hominy and... I still didn't eat it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it didn't I wasn't going to eat it either way. But those are that was a staple for Thanksgiving. That was always on the table yeah. that I always refused to eat. Cheese Whiz belongs on a Philly cheesesteak and nothing else. That's that's my hot take for the day. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, I would still opt out on the on the Philly cheesesteak. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Oh, well, then it's not a Philly cheesesteak. Is that what they do? Like the original Philly cheesesteak has yeah. the Cheese Whiz on it? Yeah. A, Philly really? a, yeah, a, so. a authentic Philly cheesesteak has Cheese Whiz. Man. I really, I guess I've never had one because all the Philly cheesesteaks I have have that melted mozzarella or mm. or uh, provolone or whatever it is that's on it that seeps down into yeah. the meat, oh, and the yeah. onions and peppers, and it's delicious. Gotcha. That's like a that's what I think of like a fair Philly cheesesteak. That's the kind of Philly cheesesteak I see at the fair. Mm. Is that white cheese? Hmm. Mm. Um, do you guys have any weird Thanksgiving traditions, or um, not necessarily weird, just any Thanksgiving traditions? So we don't have one right now, but I read about one last year that I thought was kind of cool um, and ties in the thankfulness aspect of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, Thanksgiving is a time where you, there's memes about like, oh, your uncle's going to be there. It's gonna be, there's going to be politics talk and everyone's going to be upset about it. No one's going to have fun um, with that aspect of it. And um, so I really like to think of Thanksgiving as like that time to really sit down and actually be thankful. Um, so... This tradition I heard about last year, and we're going to try to implement it this year, is before the meal, you sit down, everyone has their plate, and you put five kernels of corn on on the plate. Um, with this old wives' tale or legend that the original American settlers, after their first winter was very harsh, there were some days where they only rationed five kernels of corn for a meal. Um, but they were still thankful and kind of pursued um, greatness to overcome those times but they still were thankful for what they did have so i just thought it was kind of a little cool story um i don't think it's true <laughs> but um <laughs> the legend of it and the idea of the thankfulness is cool because then you see these five kernels on your plate 
and you'd be thankful for that. And I, that's probably when I'm going to do prayer is with that. And then you get to heap all this extra food on top of those yeah. five kernels yeah. of corn and be really thankful for what you do have. Yeah. So that's something I'm going to try to implement this year. That's cool. cool. Yeah. I like that. Our tradition has just always been, uh, and I didn't do this until we got married. In fact, I didn't even know the Thanksgiving Day Parade really existed much mm. until I got married. Like, I knew it was there, but I didn't know people actually watched it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but our first, our first Thanksgiving, me and Sarah, she was like, yeah, we're going to go over there early and watch the parade. I'm like, what do you, you have to wake up early on things? <laughs> like, meals not until, like, 2, so why are we waking up? And she's like, to watch the parade. <laughs> and uh, I've, I've grown to really enjoy that part of the, the morning is watching the parade with, with my family, so... We do that. Football's obviously on yeah, in the off football. afternoon. Um, yeah, we're we're about those things, but we we do the thing where we take turns telling each other uh, the, while we're eating things that we're thankful for and some of that kind of stuff. But well, as we're getting into the Thanksgiving spirit this year, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, and I wanted to share just what's one thing that you have been extremely thankful for this year. Yeah, um, for me, it's. It's it sounds cliche, but it's my family. Mm-hmm. Um, just growing with um, Evelyn, she's going to be two next year. Like um, a lot of changes happen between one and two, mm-hmm. and um, not just like Leanne and Evelyn, but then my extended family and all the people that speak into Evelyn's life. I'm extremely thankful for that. Um, it's not something that you think about before you have kids, but I'm I'm extremely thankful for. Not just even just the family, but everyone that speaks into my daughter's life is is something I'm really thankful for this year. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, mine comes with a little bit of a story. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. So I got Chick-fil-A this morning, Chick-fil-A coffee, and it reminded me. I, w- I was extremely grateful for something when I got this coffee, and it wasn't just the coffee itself because it reminded me of something that happened back in March of earlier this year which is the last time I got a Chick-fil-A coffee okay. prior to today. Um, I got COVID and uh, I guess this happened in, it wasn't March, this happened in June. Uh, but I got COVID in March and I lost all taste, all smell, um, which was miserable for me. I love food. And you were talking about grits earlier. I hate grits because it tastes like nothing. Everything I ate tasted like grits <laughs> for about two weeks. Yikes. And it was, it was awful. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Um, I, I lived on almonds and croutons because they were the only things that were appetizing to me because they were crunchy and didn't taste like, well, they didn't taste like anything. <laughs> um, I finally got my taste back. But then a few months later in June, um, I went and I got a, a, a Chick-fil-A coffee and it got into my car and it smelled like someone had relieved themselves in my car. <laughs> like it smelled horrible. Yeah. Like awful made me want to gag and throw up and that was the time that i realized i was getting something called parosmia which is a real thing that a lot of people experience um after having covid a few months after covid where everything tastes and smells different it Mm. doesn't it doesn't lose its taste and smell it all tastes and smells like someone relieved themselves okay Mm. um it's a very nice way of saying that yeah (laughs) it smells like rotten meat um, I mean, you, I mean, you can Google it and I did, it's hard to pin it down. It's a very unique thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it is, it doesn't just smell like the one thing. Um, but there's a lot of different people that will have tried to put words to it and all of them are accurate, but none of them are like, you know, th- the same. Some of it was like rotten, uh, fruity sewage. 
Um, and, and I'm like, yeah, that is exactly what it smells like. Huh. Some of them were just like rotten meat. I'm like, that's exactly what it smells like. For um, me, I had the same thing. I, I would say it smelled like sulfur. Yeah. Mine never smelled yeah. like sulfur, but it smells horrible. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. absolutely. And everything smells horrible. So chicken was horrible for me. Eggs were horrible for me. Any like I again, I just wanted to eat croutons because everything else smelled like I was eating in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was just really really difficult, especially because my favorite hobby uh, and beverage and like lifestyle is coffee. Sure, and coffee was <laughs> one of the worst things. And Chick Fil A coffee was the first time I realized it, and that has been a something that I've been battling for the last several months because I've lost this relationship I have with coffee. I got Chick-fil-A coffee this morning and it smelled so good. Nice. Awesome. And I, I was like sitting in my car and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful because it's one of those like it casually slowly started coming back and you notice it, but you don't notice it. Um, and so I've been having this conversation with you guys for a while about like, well, the pendulum is swinging. Mm-hmm. I enjoy coffee, but it still has a little bit of that taste. But as soon as this coffee got in my car this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I can enjoy this again yeah. because it has been difficult to uh, just have to navigate that for the last few months and find foods that I can actually eat. Um, but now I'm, I'm pretty much over all of that. Like I thinking back the last three to four weeks, I haven't noticed that a single time. And so I think I'm pretty much done with that entirely. So and I'm so, so grateful for <clears throat> that. Yeah. Like taste and smell is something that you don't appreciate until you can't anymore. Mm-hmm. And then yep. when it comes back, that that's awesome. I'm glad for you. I, I've gone through all that as well. I got COVID at Christmas last year and probably just within the last month or two is whenever things have returned for me. And it wasn't coffee for me. It was popcorn. Yep. Popcorn was the one that I really missed out on because it didn't smell right and it didn't taste right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's finally, like I can remember just within the last month I had popcorn one night and I was halfway through the bowl when I suddenly realized, wait, this tastes how I'm it's supposed to. It. Yeah. Nice. And it was a, that was a big moment. The last time, the last thing I remember tasting really bad to me was kettle corn from Thistleberry Farms, not to their fault, just because of, yep. you know, this whole thing. Um, and that was probably about three weeks ago, but that's the last thing I remember eating and going, Oh, this still tastes gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think just the, really for me now, the only time I ever smell something is now if I smell sulfur, mm-hmm. like if I'm driving out 23 into South Bend, go by wreath Riley, yeah. I'll smell that same smell of what everything was yeah. smelling like. Yeah. But now I'm, it's supposed to smell like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so even that to some extent is good. Yeah. So that's a, that's a bad smell. So yeah, I, I think of family. I was obviously a top one. And I think of even like the challenges that we've all faced collectively um, in the context of, of the world that we've lived in the last couple of years and what there is to be grateful for in the midst of all that. And, and so I can definitely connect with what you guys are saying. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking of in regards to thankfulness this year is, is growth. Um, and it keeps showing itself to me in different ways, but, uh, Christine and I will have these conversations or, or different moments. And I realize just how different of a person I am than who I used to be. Um, and I, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a season right now of just recognizing all the ways in which I've changed. Mm. Um, and most of it for the good ways in which I've matured and grown up and ways in which, um, I've become a better husband or a better father uh, better with, you know, I hope within the context of my career and, and, and what I'm doing. And so, um, I, I look back and I see a lot of challenges 
I see a lot of hard things that I didn't enjoy and that I didn't yeah. like, but I'm in a season of thankfulness of recognizing God's doing something that's good. He, he's making me into a better version of myself. Sure. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. So that's awesome. That is awesome. We just want to end this podcast today with a bit of scripture. Um, and that's going to be first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, which says rejoice always pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So we just want to encourage you to find thanks um, and recognize in different ways on how God has blessed you this year. And that'll do it for us today. So I want to thank you, Ben. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. My name is Preston. This has been the Other Six Podcast and have a, have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.